0: Hello and welcome to Sixth Sense for December 12th, 2020. Minor League Contraction will have lasting impact on the future of the game. As I get older, a lot of memories start to become generic. By that I mean, I remember attending assemblies in elementary school, but Not necessarily specific ones, but one, I do remember, sparked a lifelong love affair with minor league baseball. We had just watched a Phillies season-in-review film in the all-purpose room, part cafeteria, part assembly hall with stage, part gym, when the silly Philly emerged from behind the screen. He was some sort of red fanatic-like creation that served as the mascot of the Redding Phillies. My relationship with the silly filly soured over the years until his retirement, but he gave me a gift that day I'll never forget – complimentary tickets. Google says it's about a 35-minute drive from the house I grew up in to Reading Municipal Stadium. That seems generous, I'd wager 45 minutes, but Dad went for it. The stadium was a lot different in the 80s than it is today – no picnic area no left field deck, certainly no right field swimming pool, just bleachers, an old guy with a sound machine on the third base side, and lucky numbers in your program, redeemable at the souvenir stand. And, of course, the game. By the time I could drive, my buddies and I would take in several a week. Along the way, I got to see some good players come through town. Juan Samuel, Marvin Freeman, Bruce Ruffin, Darren Dalton, Pat Burrell. Mickey Morandini, Ricky Batalico, the legendary Steve Jeltz. So many of the names Phillies fans remember for 93 and 2008. Big leaguers on rehab assignments, too. Gary Reedus, Bo Diaz, Tom Foley, John Cruck, And some names you likely don't know, Tommy Barrett, Marty's brother. Mike Maddox, Greg's brother. Noticing a pattern? Jimmy Olander, Steve DeAngelis, Ricky Lundlade, Greg Legg, Francisco Melendez, Bruce Dostal, and far, far too many camp miss prospects who, well, missed. And they were all accessible. Kids could meet their heroes, run the bases, get an autograph, and the chance of snagging a foul ball was a lot better than at a 70,000-seat cookie-cutter stadium. Through the years the stadium conditions improved the minor league experience became a family affair and that's understandable in my youth i could grab cheap tickets to see a big league game at a moment's notice today a family of four can expect to conservatively spend two hundred dollars to attend a major league game minor league baseball's affordable entertainment and it's a lot easier to leave when the kids act up by the fourth inning because it didn't cost you half a paycheck to get there. Since leaving Southeastern Pennsylvania, I miss double A ball. It's a great level to watch. Players are still hungry, but haven't been spoiled too much by success. But I've come around to A ball as well. Frederick always puts on a nice experience, but the real gem, if you long for old time baseball, was in Hagerstown. The Suns played in one of the oldest stadiums in the minors, and though modernized through the years, it still provided that game experience I remembered from so many years ago in Reading. Even before the current economic crisis, the Sword of Damocles hung over the team on an annual basis as ownership tried to force the town into constructing new, fancy digs. So I made it a point to always savor my experience there. Watching the game the way it used to be, a time before mascot teams, elaborate contests every half-inning, and way too much disco fan dancing. When word emerged last year that the end of the current agreement between MLB and minor league baseball would likely result in contraction of teams, even an internal optimist would realize the end was nigh for baseball in Hagerstown. The suits would argue the financial outlook was difficult before COVID-19 ash-canned the 2020 minor league season. And we're yet to know what happens this spring, but considering this plan was on the table pre-COVID, one has to wonder at some of the motivation behind those decisions. Hagerstown is now gone. Frederick is dropping from A-ball to a draft prospect league. That makes the nearest pro minor league team roughly 60 miles away ironically a comparable distance to Baltimore or Washington. That seems a little convenient. After all, if you're going to travel that far, you might as well shell out for the major league experience, right? What isn't convenient is the cost and the ordeal a family has to go through to attend a major league game. The unfortunate truth is a lot of families are going to lose out on a great family experience and more kids are likely to miss out on seeing live baseball. I'm old enough that I still think of baseball as the game. I have great memories of sitting next to my grandpop on the back stoop or at the kitchen table in Philadelphia, listening to Harry Callis and Richie Ashburn on a transistor radio. But it was those countless games sitting in Reading, watching future fills with my dad and later with my friends that really cemented my love of baseball. As baseball continues to struggle with its relevance with the younger generations who flock to basketball and football, I think it will look back on some of these decisions with regret. I know I will. If you like what you heard, I encourage you to check out my website, cd6.com, find links to social media, check out what's newsworthy in my world be the first to know when something new drops, and subscribe to my newsletters. Thanks for listening.